Thanks for joining me today. I'd like to invite you to visit my website, johnburney.org, where you can join my mailing list, access video, audio, and written teachings, sign up for online satsangs and retreats, as well as find the schedule for my public gatherings. Good to be back with you again. Um, just want to welcome all of you, especially anybody new. And um, <clears throat> I just want to invite you now to, to take it easy, you know, just relax and allow yourself to tune in and, and open and receive what you need today. Do we really know what we need? <laughs> That's the question. We think we do. And of course we try to um, fulfill those needs understandably. But often when we learn to stop as we are here and listen deeply, sense into deeper, areas of our body and our mind and our emotions that we find out what we need is much deeper than we realize. And often that process of being relieved of the burden of our concerns and our difficulties even though we may still have many challenges to face, there's something that can happen just being here as you are. Coming out of the story of whatever it is you perceive as your existence or life, past, future, present, you come out of that realm of thought and feeling more directly into just awareness of what is, which allows sensation that doesn't lead to thought and story, but just sensation, feeling, energy, breathing, sensing. And our job is to very gently with tenderness and forgiveness and compassion and patience, bring ourselves back as we naturally and instinctively avoid, wander, distract. <laughs> Totally natural, not a problem. And in this relationship, this deepening relationship with yourself and with life itself, with the mystery of life itself, your intimate relationship with yourself evolves. It becomes much more loving and accepting and 
And when I, after we are here in silence for a while and I open up and give a talk, I'll, I'm gonna talk a little bit about more about this in various ways. Because our attitude of how we approach this moment is essential. Our attitude can make, as I think in the Tao, they say the difference between heaven and hell. Glass half empty, glass half full, you know? And of course, as we begin to see the glass half full, we even if it's only a quarter full, instead of focusing on the three quarters that's empty, we can start to be grateful for the fact that at least it's a quarter full. <laughs> at least there's a pinprick of light at the end of the tunnel, hopefully. Because even a glimmer, even a slight taste of consciousness is all you need for the plant to truly grow and flourish and fruit and flower and be fragrant. And for you to be fulfilled with that essential mana of your essential nature. The good news for the achieving doer in us is that this is when we get to take a break from managing, take a break from controlling, take a break from the illusion that we know and understand. and more return to our original nature, which is actually vulnerable and available and willing to, and is, and is open to receiving the grace of what we truly are as connected beings. Continue to let go of these words, let go of your inner thoughts, let go of your reactions and resistances. And let the natural consciousness that you are begin to reveal itself and to grow and evolve naturally as it will. as we learn to allow and become at ease, profoundly at ease, as whatever energies and feelings and all of it begin to unwind and heal and the doorway to true guidance opens for us. So we'll be here for a little while in silence. I may occasionally come in and offer some reminders. 
but learn how to be with yourself and guide yourself in a way that is truly uh, attuned to you with a sensitivity that maybe you never were able to have before, never be able to receive from someone else. Because the way you approach yourself is very important so that your true nature can blossom and flourish. Thank you for listening. Very carefully notice the subtle movements internally in such a way that a natural balance of effortless stillness emerges. Where there's the cessation of wiggling away from something, but just letting everything be as it is. Just a gentle attention to those subtle movements will naturally bring forth effortless stillness. continue to be deeply attuned as we proceed today. <clears throat> and notice how you naturally get sidetracked or, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> triggered or pulled back or whatever happens when you're so-called participating or listening and so that you utilize this time together as your own laboratory, your own experiment where you get to watch and pay attention, be curious, fascinated with this unknowable existence that we are.
I want to underline and highlight unknowable <laughs> and talk about it. Okay, can I talk about that? Um, <clears throat> let's just make one thing clear to begin with, which is when we work in this way, we tend to cycle back and forth between what I would call relative reality and relative description. And let's, for lack of a better way of talking about it, absolute reality and absolute description. And those really, really get confused in the egoic mind that is naturally, instinctively drawn to make meaning, to understand things, to have a construct that one can orient towards like a map. <clears throat> so some people think you have to get rid of that. You have to eliminate that in order to have a kind of freedom. Good news, not true. <laughs> That's not true. Um, you actually can just simply begin to understand what it means to be a relative conditioned human being with all that we come in with and get here in this life, all of it, including the, the traumas and the, and the uh, inheritances and all of it that we are faced with. And at the same time as you all deeply know when I say no, I put that in quotes, that there's something a lot more to life than just this temporary, often very difficult existence. And this is a pretty difficult time, I would say, in human history to be conscious, quite difficult. So I just wanna really acknowledge you and honor you for your commitment to yourself and your courage to simply just be here. That's a lot. <laughs> that's almost all of it that's required. So if you haven't expressed appreciation to yourself yet today, please take a moment to do that. And notice if you even can receive appreciation for your hard work and how hard it is to be and how hard you've worked to be who you are and to be here in this moment. Just so you can feel acknowledged and appreciated, so important. True evolution, which is a spiritual process, of course, but it's also a human process, not only evolves us spiritually, but evolves us as a human being simultaneously. They are not separate and they are 100% interconnected. So as you learn to be a healthier, kinder, more loving, uh, forgiving human being, your heart 
will open more and your spirit will radiate more naturally without trying to be open-hearted or spiritual, <laughs> which are usually ego attempts at having a certain state that one can then attach to and be uh, in bliss all the time with. That's a very common desire and longing, understandably, because when you have those glorified moments or periods of profound freedom and absence of your personal self, it is literally heaven on earth, literally. And of course, we want that more and our relative self that's conditioned and suffering wants that more. So we try to get it more. Totally, I, I was on that. I had that perspective for a long time until let's just say the truth set me free <laughs> and revealed more, which it will. So, and that leads me to what I wanna talk about today few things, and then we'll open up the dialogue for interaction. Again, if you don't need to hear any words, I can totally relate to that. <laughs> if you're just content to be here and allow this presence and transmission to be what you're attuning to, then by all means, let that continue and don't let these words interfere with that. Just let them be something in the background that you're not paying attention to. Or if you get reactive and wish I would stop or whatever, then notice how you, then be with that in yourself, be with that emergence of reactivity. You use it as an opportunity to attune and take care of yourself, if, as it were. Or if you get fixated on the external, another person, someone talking who's interacting with me or whatever, or myself, then notice it's happening and notice and remember that where you put attention, energy goes there. Even in the thought world, it goes there. Thoughts are powerful. Thoughts can make one ill and thoughts can heal. So thoughts are not just throw away nothing. They're actually energy and powerful. So be very attentive to your thoughts and how they affect you and your and how you are. Okay. <laughs> I know I'm asking too many things. <laughs> Just as they say in the 12 step programs, take what you like and leave the rest. <laughs> I was in Al-Anon for eight years, went to Al-Anon meetings twice a week for eight years. If you're familiar with 12 step programs. Anyway, I was back in my early Late 20s, I think. Yeah, late 20s. So what I wanted to talk about was, I'll start with this question. Did you know 
that there's a downside to thinking that you know. Maybe you don't. <laughs> a friend of mine who's a, I think she's a pretty well-known Buddhist teacher now, and she's a psychologist. And I remember when she said, when she was talking about she and her husband, who was, I think, a psychiatrist and how they'd have arguments and stuff and how they'd work through it. And I think she said something like they'd have, then they'd, then they'd remember to do their favorite mantra. I could be wrong. <laughs> I could be wrong. And it really cracked me up. I thought, oh, what a wonderful mantra. I could be wrong. Wow. How many believers are lucky enough to come to the place of intelligence, of true intelligence, where they could actually say that? Unfortunately, not enough. <laughs> um, the advantage of not being a believer is that you get to find out. And that's when life is a discovery and a mystery and a journey rather than a suffering nightmare. <laughs> I'm going to repeat all that because it's really my main point today. And there's a few little extras to go with in a minute, I think. Yeah. You know, when you can have a sense of humor about it, that's a really good sign. Sometimes it's just not possible, and I get that. Sometimes it's just, and I've been there countless times, honestly, in this life where a lot of my life I was very alone, very isolated, 100% misunderstood. And I had many, many times of great doubt and pain where I didn't want it to continue. The first time that came to a profound intensity was when I was led to that experience I had at 16 that unknown to me produced enlightenment which I was told about years later and I didn't even know it because I was still a very screwed up uh, challenged 16 year old. No, it didn't change that one bit. <laughs> if anything, it made it more poignant that I had a lot of work to do in myself. That became very clear very quick when I started finding out about things like meditation. I never heard the word. I never didn't, there, there, none of these things, you know, I found out about things that made me realize that I was a mess, <laughs> a complete mess. <laughs> and I needed help. <laughs> that was that was the uh, 
the saving grace that honestly I'm here because of. <clears throat> so again, did you know that there's a downside to thinking you know? Maybe you don't. This is why I think my mom's teaching me very young to question everything may have been one of the most important gifts she gave me aside from this existence. So thanks, mom. She left about 18 years ago, but she's always with me. And yeah, that's right. We never are disconnected truly. Um, how lucky was I to be given the gift of questioning. If you don't have that, then you can learn it and it will begin to dissolve the rigidity and the constriction of the believer, which keeps you stuck in separation, period. Okay, so the advantage of not believing is that you get to find out. Well, what are, why are people so afraid of finding out? Well, because it's scary. Maybe you'll find out something you don't wanna find out. Usually what it really is when you get down to it, as you evolve in this practice, as is that we, that, that our relative conditioned identified surviving organism is nothing other than terrified of being infinite consciousness. And that was the, the final piece when I had that explosion that was like an infinite nuclear explosion when I was 16. What preceded that was the most overwhelming terror I have ever experienced in my entire life but I knew I had to die. I just knew it. I don't know how I knew it. Psychic told me later I'd had many lifetimes as a, as a monk and I knew how to set myself up. And I didn't know anything in this life about that. I just knew in, in, intuitively that I didn't have a choice. So I went over, I, I, I went over that cliff into oblivion and it was, the most important experience in my life, which following it, I won't talk about the details, but one of the things that came was a profound sense of meaning, not intellectual, not cognitive. There was no thinking in it, but there was a sense where before that my life did not mean any, did not have any meaning and, I, and everything felt disconnected. And after that, everything had meaning and was connected and has been ever since. Not in a way that John knows because John doesn't know. And that force has been a guiding light in my entire life, still is. And this is what I teach really is how you can attune to that and begin to follow that, not follow some belief or teachings or some other person. That's not how it works. No, 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 no. Only to learn certain skills and practices maybe and get get the benefit of someone's consciousness, certainly. So let that, uh, that clear 
resonant field help you remember who you true what you truly are that's the value of what we call transmission of the dharma yes of course i had that plenty with my teachers it works it's helpful very helpful So meaning the way I am saying it is the unknowable, un, 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 excuse me, unidentifiable, non-cognitive, profound alignment with the evolutionary force, the evolutionary movement of existence. So when you are in these moments or when you have these moments of connectedness of no self those are moments and glimpses of freedom of your true self true nature that cannot be held on to because there's no identity there's no self and yet it is what you are fundamentally always have been always will be whether or not there is consciousness of it awareness of it Practice bringing your attention back to the present moment over and over again, failing over and over and over again. Evolution is the constant bringing, is, is the constant failure, one failure after another as evolution literally learns and, and develops. And that's, and you as a relative being are evolving. We all are. And that evolutionary force is the same as spiritual consciousness emerging. It is exactly the same. It is a natural thing. It isn't about whether you believe or not. You know, I've said this before, in case you think it is about belief, it isn't because there are cave drawings in Africa 17,000 years ago that depict Kundalini energy and connection to the source. Of course. Always. So. How are we doing with time? Good. I'm going to just finish with a final bit here. I want to talk about the dark night of the soul. Basically, let's just say it another way. When you're having a hard time, when life sucks, maybe that's how it is right now. I get it. Um, important to feel it, express it, do what you can to make whatever improvements and changes you can do, no problem. Clear, clear all of that. It still may be the dark night of the soul. I have a student who's worked with me for many years, and she's a very mature great-grandmother and wonderful psychologist and beautiful teacher in her own right. And I remember she um, was completely plugged into presence and then lost it. for years and stayed with it. And I helped her through it. It can take, it, we can go through periods of disconnection 
that can be very difficult, even though we've already had profound awakening and can and even enlightenment experiences, of course. And this is very natural. I just want to say the dark night of the soul is a cycle. It's not a moment in time. It's a description of a process that actually is evolution. <laughs> and I guarantee you, it sucks and you'll hate it. And it will floor you, it will depress you, it will freak you out, it will turn you into a heroin addict, it will do all kinds of things. God forbid, whatever. But you know what I mean, it will, it, it will promote profound compulsive avoidance and all of it because it's so overwhelming. And you'll be disillusioned, discouraged, resentful, distrustful, all of it. You know, you'll, you'll say, screw the teaching, screw the teachers and fuck this shit. Pardon my French. And I'm just getting, you know, worked up. Um, forgive me for those who don't like that. Um, I can get pretty amped up, but I'll try to not get you too agitated. What's important is when you realize, because people say, you know, I feel like I've been practicing forever and I feel like I haven't gotten anywhere. That's the cycle that I'm talking about. Because when you get to back to the certain beginning point, it feels like you didn't get anywhere. Guess what? The downside of thinking you know, <laughs> maybe you're wrong. And I have to tell you, you are, because there is no going backwards and there is no stasis, there is no. There is nothing that doesn't keep changing on a relative level. That was the teaching of the Buddha. And the cause of suffering is people are trying to keep it from changing. If you know the first four, the four noble truths, that's true. So, okay. The value of this is developing compassion and loving kindness and forgiveness and even gratitude and even asking deeply for help when you are in despair, when you are hopeless, when you are desperate. And I've been there many times. And I have to tell you, as my practice evolved and as consciousness became more and more embodied in this human being, through some of the most difficult experiences that anybody would have to go through that I've been through, it was there for me every single time, every time, and still is. My life sometimes is very difficult, challenged, just because I'm a human being with life challenges. We all are. So this is important to begin to have this understanding. You know, I don't know if you've ever, I like to use the example in case you like to go to museums and you've been to New York City and you've been to the Guggenheim, which is such an extraordinary building. If you haven't been there, if you ever go, go there and you'll see or look at pictures of it, but it's basically a kind of circular, it's a spherical building, okay? And the galleries are built off a spiral, a spiral ramp 
that slowly goes up to the top, right? It's very cool. And what's interesting is that evolution is like a spiral. It's interesting how many things are spirals in, in terms of natural growth and plant growth. So, but it's very much like that. So that you, you go and you, you actually go up the spiral and you're one level up, but you might think like you're at the same place that you were before, but you're actually a level up. So I like to use that example of evolution. It looks like you're in the same place, but that's only the one who thinks they know. So keep questioning. Because when you're the knower and the believer, you're at war with yourself and everything else. And that's where you practice. That's where you gently bring attention as kindly with sensitivity and however you can. And over and over and over again, instead of trying to get a result, trying to be in presence, trying to hold on to groovy openness and open-heartedness and acceptance. No, 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 no. Those will just be, those are not any part of your identity ego. Those will naturally, the fragrance of evolution will naturally envelop you and everyone without you ever even thinking about it. And if you get caught up in the identity of that, you will, what, you will end up having what is called in Zen, the stink of Zen, <laughs> which is basically another, is, a, is an amusing word for the spiritual ident identified ego, the spiritually identified ego, the greatest pitfall on the path, the path of the believer, yeah the most unconscious ego identity and the most dangerous in history to this day. And it's that internalized, what I call your internal fundamentalist is what you need to start opening to and becoming aware of because that's the cause of the trauma. Okay, the one, the trauma that continues that's self-generated. All right. That was way more than I thought I'd say today, but. <laughs> when we sit together, I, in case you don't know this, I actually at some point go around and I tune into each one of you. And I just feel so much love and compassion and empathy. We are not separate and we are exactly the same and we are we are human beings with our life challenges. We all are, I am, we all are. And yet we're also extraordinary, beautiful beings of unknowable presence and consciousness. I honor that in you. I am here because of that. And thank goodness that we all are discovering and being guided to profound fulfillment. Let's sit a few minutes in silence, and then I'll open up the dialogue. Thank you so much for your attention. So... <clears throat>
<clears throat> just if you're feeling something that needs attention and you would like a little help or want to sit together uh, or talk about something that's you're working with, um, just raise your hand like this into the screen, your actual hand into the screen, and please hold it there until I write everyone's name down so I can. Uh, okay, I'll let you know when I get everybody. Okay, good. Thank you. Well, I wish I could get to everybody today. Unfortunately, it's probably unlikely just to let you know, and I'm sorry, it's nothing personal. That's uh, one of the advantages of retreats. We're having one coming up. I'm leading one three day. If you haven't been on one, they're really wonderful. These online ones, amazingly, they really, really work. Um, uh, I wouldn't do them if they didn't, um, and but they do. And it's and we've been doing them now since the pandemic began over two and a half years ago, whenever it was. And the next one is August 5th through 7th. That's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's four hours a day. So I highly recommend it. <laughs> you know, I think the one thing I like to say about it is that, you know, people often think of retreat as getting away from, but actually I see it as when you truly come home to yourself. Maybe you get away from all the distractions you get away from all the conditions of programming. So if you need to go to an Airbnb or somewhere else that's not your house, do that. Just make sure it has good internet. And people do that, it works, or go to a retreat place where you could do that or something like, whatever. You could be creative. Um, you know, have retreat, will travel kind of thing. But it's really, remember that it's really about the gift you give yourself. Thich Nhat Hanh, the great Zen master and peace activist, who passed away recently, a beautiful being, really. Uh, it was amazing to be with him. Um, he used to refer to retreats as treats. <laughs> I love that. Not retreat, treats. <laughs> so that's enough. So that's, that's, I just wanted you to know in case you didn't. Okay, let's sit for a few minutes. And uh, I'm going to start with, let's see who. Okay, I'm gonna start with Nate. We'll sit in silence for a few minutes and then I'll start with Nate. Thank you. I'm sitting with you, Nate, and we can continue to sit a little longer until whenever you feel like sharing something or asking, uh, feel free to start anytime. Thanks, John. Sure. I'm really nervous as usual. <laughs> totally natural. Take, give yourself a minute. We're just, you and I are just hanging out. Yeah, so I felt called to share because um, I had a really, really traumatic um, experience yesterday. Um, 
really old experience too. I feel like this has just been coming up, you know, for a very, very long time. And uh, it's, it's around like groups mm -hmm. and, you know, feeling mm -hmm. on the outside of groups and mm -hmm. like experiencing a lot of like social, like incompetence in those situations um, and like humiliation because mm. um, everybody, you know, can see me become, I feel like I become like a three-year-old mm. um, and everybody else is like, you know, these groups of like four or five people talking about like bullshit laughing and like doing it so well everybody's like playing this like double dutch jump rope game and i'm just like this like stupid three-year-old who can't play oh. and it's really humiliating um mm. it feels very humiliating there's a lot of like self-judgment and it's also like in the way it's in the way of me like branching out and going to social things this specific event like happened at work so it's in the way of like you know me climbing the whatever ladder bullshit you know mm. so it's just like in the way and it's also just incredibly painful and like karmic and i want it to stop of course oh well i'm i'm with you and thank and i'm glad that you were able to reach out. This is really great that you could. And, and I would just invite you now, you've said, you said it, I would invite you now just to be here in whatever way you can know that I'm with you. If you aren't attuned to that yet, there it is. And now that you've stirred it up and brought it into the foreground of, of awareness, just notice what feelings are here, sensations and so forth. <clears throat> Don't get into the story anymore. Let's let that be in the background, but just let the foreground be the feelings and sensations, energies, and you know, physical stuff, energetic stuff. Yeah. Give that attention in a way that lets it move and because it's moving now. Yeah, I, I definitely feel it. Yeah. And that's, and so you, you got the ball rolling, so to speak. And this is really, this is big step. It's huge. So let's just sit here together and let it, let this deeper consciousness support the process now. <clears throat> and we'll just step back and be present with it. Okay. Good. That's it. And the whole group here who's attuned can really attune now. Oh, there it is. And it's going right to the center of your heart. Yep. So you're healing. This is a healing for you. I know it was very embarrassing or traumatic or humiliating. And I'm so sorry for that young part of you that had to endure that. But honestly, he's healing. He's really healing. This is it. So now he's getting the attention he truly needs and the love and the acceptance that he truly needs and appreciation that he truly needs to feel that he belongs and is accepted and appreciated for who he is. Yeah. 
And just be aware of your breathing gently. Be aware of presence as it reveals itself or opens. And also be aware of the body and the feelings and sensations. Stay out of the story. Don't fight it. That's it. Good. So that you follow the movement of expansion. You follow the movement of deepening. And that is itself a natural integrating process of our evolution. So this is, as you know, hard work, but it, this is how it works. Good. Be aware of your feet on the ground and the contact of your hands so that your structure through your whole skeletal system is aware in some way because it's important. This is important because you're opening up the channels of your human organism on all levels. And this will help you ground and become more stable so that you can integrate this change that is happening right now, this shift that is happening right now. It's not an egoic accomplishment. We don't ground and we don't integrate. Those are, those are not doings that people think they can do, no. They are natural evolutionary movements of the life force itself. You did your work, you did the piece you needed to do, it was successful. Now let it do it, let it ground, let it integrate, let it harmonize. And through the rest of the gathering, I don't think we should talk anymore today, but I think the rest of the gathering continue to reattune here. Okay, beautiful. Thank you so much. No need to respond, you're welcome. No need to respond. Hang in there, it's beautiful to be with you and thank you for that so much. Okay, let's sit a little longer and then um, I'll work with um, Lori next. Well, Laurie, I'm sitting with you. We can continue to sit a little longer before you start sharing or interacting. I'm really tuning in with you. <coughs> Feel free to let that come up, whatever that is, okay? I just want to thank you, um, <coughs> excuse me, for your talk today. Um, because I am currently going through a dark night of the soul mm. and been sitting with it <clears throat> and had this like, like an actual like understanding of not knowing anything. Mm -hmm. And then I sat with it and have been sitting with it. And I found myself like reaching uh, for like, where did it go? Where did the known or what is this known? And how can there be anything that and it's just been really tough 
um, mm -hmm. because I do feel a sense of everything that you described, like, why am I even doing this? And, you know, just forget about it. And I do understand that it just kept getting big. And it's like, oh, forget all this, forget beliefs, forget what's belief anyway. And all this stuff just kept coming up. And I thought, you know, I'm done with this. I've been doing this for, for a long time and I'm so done. What's the point? Right. And then I was like, Ooh, this is yeah. good. I need it to is, sit. <laughs> it is good. And you know that when one is expressing that, that actually is progress on the path. Believe it or not, that's progress, even though it sucks. It does. It's really hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, Every time is hard. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's a different experience of the thinking mind of the unknown it's more of a felt sense of like it's humbling and yet really scary at the same time mm, good well then let's just uh i can just okay. as you said that you started to expand okay so you, good that's enough of understanding and a sense of perspective and attitude and just notice how there's a deepening happening now a connection if you're aware of that yet. And if you're not, notice what you are aware of. Because that expression opens something up. It's something still holding here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, and what that is, is the, <laughs> now there's no judgment for this, but that is stopping it. Yes. Okay, this is the fact that you can be, can you close your eyes? <sighs> Okay. Can you perceive that what I'm talking about right now? Oh, yes. Okay. okay there's yes, nothing. Yes. And you need not, you need know nothing. Just be present in front of that period. <laughs> there you go. Just be with it. I'm with you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you, can't, you can't push the river on evolution. <laughs> You just can't, okay? okay? So you just, if this is, if it's a wall that's impenetrable and, un, uh, you know, that you can't get over or through, just sit there, just be there with this impossibility. Don't think about it. There you go, better. Thinking isn't helping you. My teeth are chattering. Yeah, you're, oh, okay, that's just energy moving, good. Yeah. John, I'd like yeah. to share the familiarity of this. I know the story shouldn't get into it, but I feel important to voice it. Sure. When I was in my thirties, um, I came to a point like this before I had been on a 40 day, uh, retreat mm -hmm. and I came to this point, which this feels very, very familiar. And this deep sense of fear that I had never experienced mm -hmm. before came up mm -hmm. and it was so scary. And it kept like, I'm, it's not, I'm going to try to put it in towards, it's like, it kept rising and rising. And the fear was so great. I was like, hell no, I don't know. Excuse me. Sorry. But, it's but okay. It's it was, okay. So you stopped it. Yes. And, and then it's upon okay. reflection, I, I understand that that could have been like the turning point. Of no, that. no, no, no. Okay. No. 
Thank you. No, 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 <laughs> no. You. That's a belief. That's actually not. Got good. it. Okay. No, no. Let, let's sit with this. This is very important that we look at this. All right. Thank Many you. people have these beliefs of this sort of thing. Not okay. true at all. Okay. Thank now you. you can believe it's true and suffer. I, I'm not going to prevent you from doing that. But on and but honestly, let me explain, if I may. Yes, please. My perspective <laughs> on this, from my experience and and with myself and others, is that very natural to have that belief. I had it for years. Every time that happened, oh, if I only. Da, 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 I'd be on the other side. It doesn't work that way. Okay. Mm -mm. This, is, this is where we really need to understand that we are not in control of this. We are not making this happen. That the evolutionary force of healing and transformation is not our job. Our job is to get out of the way of it. And that thought and that belief is actually in the way of it. In other words, as long as it, there's a stopping of that fear, there isn't a readiness on a level that is, that is part of your whole integrated ecosystem of consciousness and being on a relative and absolute level. It's not your time. It's not because your time isn't when you want it or when someone tells you it's going to happen or some psychic that you forked a ton of money out to told you it was going to happen or your astrology, none of that. Forget it. Those are all knowings. No, 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 no. The evolutionary transformative force will do it when it's time and not before. Okay. So I eventually just gave up and just said, okay, I'm stopping it again. I'm stop There it is. I'm stopping it again. And I just accepted that I couldn't push. I did everything. I was on super long retreats and powerful teach the whole thing, the whole nine yards, all of it meditated endless, endless hours endless years. Okay. So, and I pushed, push, push, because I was a, somebody who was conditioned as an ego to push, to get it done, to achieve it, to make it happen, to be done, to be, to move on to the next thing. Yes. Yes. I understand <laughs> right, 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 right. all of that. <laughs> right, I, as I jokingly used to say, I made type A look catatonic. <laughs> so I know this trip well, and I was forced to surrender. And I wasn't somebody who easily surrendered. I would kicked and scream the whole way. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. So, that's, <laughs> yeah, so I understood. Yeah, I can see Ramana over there smiling. I uh, love you, Ramana. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's with us. No, yeah. that energy is with us. Um, yes. Anyway, um, so. It will happen when it's time. Okay. But notice the one who wants to know, wants to believe, who thinks if she did this, this, that's just your traumatic egoic work to bring into consciousness. And then you step out of the way back into the beginner's mind, the open, available, vulnerable, frightened. So I had, I remember quite well the night that, that that particular fear was not stopped. And I knew it was happening and it was amazing. And 
completely unknown that it was going to happen. I'm not going to talk about the circumstances. It doesn't matter. Everybody's circumstances and how that happens is unique for them. I know somebody where it happened at a bus stop. She wrote a whole book about it. It was very close to her. Suzanne Siegel, for anybody who might have known her. She tragically died of a brain tumor at 40. But she was free. Beautiful, wonderful being. I thought now everybody's going to go to the bus stop, you know? Like, you know, <laughs> after the Buddha, everybody learned how to sit lotus and go under the Bodhi tree, thinking they were going to get I said, if, if Buddha had been current and he was, you know, at the bar drinking a beer, sitting on a bar stool, watching a football game and got enlightened, everybody would be doing that. <laughs> That's called believing and following. Mm. Yeah, not it's not, and, and there are people who actually will tell you that you need to do what they did. And honestly, they don't know what you need. <laughs> but the wisdom that we are knows. And attuning to the presence and our conditioned realm simultaneously will open up that clear guiding force which we all, every one of us here has working for us. And you do certainly. What I love in our group is how people are really honest about their process because it's showing everyone that it's not about transcending or holding on to bliss or some glorified state of spiritual attainment, which is not what it is, but rather allowing that to happen at the same time honoring and welcoming and learning how to be a high, you know, a fully conscious, fully human. Because that's what we need to learn that we are truly not separate from each other. And when we do learn that, if we ever can as a species, which is questionable, um, we'll, <laughs> we'll actually learn how to coexist, which we're not doing a great job of right now. Yeah, but true. we have to learn it here first in ourself. Okay. Yes. Thank you. So, so much, don't be John. kicked around by the one who thinks she knows. Okay. <laughs> Just, thank you. you know, and then also ask for forgiveness for the conditioned self that wants that. Asking for forgiveness and asking for help and deep is very good for those of us who have been only in the driver's seat of control. <laughs> and then what happens over time is very much what would be called in traditional terms, not my will, but thy will. Yeah. And then what emerges each moment is true meaning that is non unknowable. And at that moment, you are aligned consciously with your destiny. And from that moment on, you are fulfilled, no matter how many more breaths you take this life, or whatever you do or don't do will not matter. You will have realized and aligned in your destiny and which we can never know. That is something that unfolds for each one of us and reveals itself. And you will be fulfilled from that moment on whatever happens and at peace. 
So hang in there. Okay. I know. <laughs> big hugs to you. Thank you. Big hugs to you too. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Thank okay, you. let's come back and I'll work with James next. We'll sit a few minutes first, James, in silence. very natural to get sidetracked or distracted as you might be as you become more aware, more conscious, because you might be feeling and sensing things that are not pleasant or they're uncomfortable and you may not like that. You might start getting restless. So as we sit together, this is where you learn in practicing in this way to bring yourself back and just allow the just whatever's happening without getting into the thinking about it, the judgments, the comparisons, the analysis, the conclusions, the knowing of it, just let go of all that. It may be there, it's fine. Just let it be somewhere else, and, but stay in the visceral kinesthetic aliveness of your experience. If you need help, let your mind drop into the movement of your breath in your belly and do nothing else except follow the breath and let the body be conscious of sensation. Keep it simple, simple, simple. That's good. I can feel you all coming back more. No problem to get distracted. Don't beat yourself up or make a judgment about it. It's totally normal and natural to wander off somewhere and avoid. Not a problem. So even though I'm going to start a dialogue with James now, just see if you can stay, if I can put in these terms, internally referenced. So that you are very, very present in your own breathing, energy, presence, sensations, feelings. And if you're able to also include my voice and James' voice, fine. If not, just let it be in the background. That's right, stay attuned to what's happening in the aliveness of this moment. And James, I'm sitting with you now. Whenever you're ready, we can start the dialogue. Okay, thanks, John. Um, I just, uh, I didn't have any questions. Just wanted to get some of that transmission love energy and just be with you for a couple moments. Oh, sure. Hmm. Thanks. You're welcome. Well, hey, John, are you going to do any uh, live events in the future? Yeah, good. Thanks for asking me. Actually, I was going to talk about that. I'm looking into that. Are you local? 
Uh, Los Angeles, not too far. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm looking into some possibilities. I really miss seeing people in person. And um, uh, at this point now with my online work, about 80% of people who are attending are not local at all, or even quite far away. So, um, and I don't even know how many people who are local would even be able to come to anything. But, you know, I, I, we, if you're on the mailing list, you will find out. Right. Yeah, I'm looking into it. I'd love to hang out and do some, see what it's like after 40 years of public teaching and 30 years of leading retreats. I'm, I'm really curious to see how it's going to be. So I've talked to a few people and it's, I'm getting a few things lined up possibly, but it's, it, nothing's uh, written down yet. It's just kind of in, mm, we're letting it emerge naturally. So we'll try, I think what we'll do is we'll do something where we might have a sign up ahead. So we know if we should put it together or not. And so that it's not just show up and nobody's there, but that we know it's going to be attended by so many people and maybe people pre-register kind of thing. And so that's going to be probably the new angle on it. And then, because I know there's all kinds of concerns and I don't really know what's, I don't know anything, <laughs> but I feel like it's time to do it. And I really, really want to. So thanks for bringing it up. I was going to mention, I'm glad you did. Sure, I'll be there if it happens. And Wonderful. Well, I'll look forward to meeting you in person. Yeah. And whoever else can come too. It would be wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy. Now I'm feeling it. <laughs> I'm feeling that. Yeah. It's uh Okay, so let's sit for a little now and I'll work with Daska next. Okay, uh, Daska, I'm sitting with you and whenever you're ready, we can sit a little longer. If you want to start interacting, that's fine. Hi. Hi, hold on, I can't, let me turn my volume up. Okay, go ahead. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Okay. Oh gosh, my heart is pounding. <laughs> it's okay, uh, give, it a, give it a minute, honestly, okay? Take your time. Okay. Just let it pound. Mm. Okay, so nothing really new with me, but I am caught in this nonstop um, no money story. And, you know, it's not about survival, but so many emotions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the planning, and then I'm angry, and then I feel not supported and... Um, mm -hmm so much stuff mm -hmm. so i was just hoping if we can sit with this and maybe you can give me some pointers sure because i'm all over the place with this so yeah. oh okay well that in itself is an important share that you're all over the place so it's you're very it's it's stirring you up yeah so what that says is time to stop right now 
Yeah, and I'll guide you for a, a couple of minutes, okay? Okay, thank you. Of course, of course. Allow yourself, if you're able to, in whatever way you are right now, to be here. That's right. So keep coming out of this story with all of its complexity. Just for now, for this moment only, just for this time that we'll be together here. That's it, good. So that feedback right then was that you, the way you were shifting your attention was allowing a natural harmonizing, healing, balancing and guiding force to begin to become foreground. The only thing I'm noticing that I would recommend on a structural level is that you just very gently and effortlessly drop your chin slightly forward, not too much, a tiny micro drop. So the chin is, your head is pulling back and that's a startle pattern, a fight or flight response. So you're in a survival oh. mode. Yeah. And so I want you to just let your, don't move it, just, just gently move it slightly forward and be aware of the, the place in the back of your neck, way up at the top where it, where it meets your skull in the center. That's right, okay. right there. That's exactly it. Just be aware there. That's it. And you might start to have some symptoms, physical possibly. I'm sensing something. And just, just breathe and be present because that, because just to bring attention to where you naturally resist unconsciously uh, what's overwhelming and frightening and survival oriented because you're dealing with a survival issue in some ways. That's right. Let it come up, the emotion come up. And I said, notice if there's any stopping it or wanting to control it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Good. So this is the way to work with this right now. Very simple, basic, but you're you're ready, available, and it's working. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna go on to the next person. I'm gonna let you continue working in this way. You don't need to talk or say anything. It's good to see you. Yes, thank you. Yeah, you too. Thank you. You're welcome. Hang in there and keep working with this now or being with it. Good. Okay, let's come back and sit here briefly. I'll see if I have time for someone else. I haven't looked at the clock. Look at that. Keep gently bringing your attention back to a place of balance, even if you get imbalanced. That's totally normal, natural, not a problem. It's actually a good sign. Nick, 
let's let's sit together and work together. I'm just going to adjust my screen here. And um, you'll be the last person I can get to today. I apologize for those who I didn't get to, uh, Ratna, Mary, and Ben. I'll keep track next week if you're still wanting some support. We're meeting next week also. I forgot to mention that. And then I'll be off uh, for a week, I think, after that. So whenever you're ready, we can sit for a minute or so if you want, Nick, or you can just start up and interact anytime. The talk was so poignant today. Uh, I also have been going through so much difficulty in the last uh, few days, feeling that dark night of the soul, uh, feeling into such intense like pain and many, many tears coming forward. And um, the mind fixates on a story uh, and uh, <clears throat> and it's really hard sometimes to know the to know the difference between the pain that's just the energy of the emotion that has not been felt coming up and the pain that is the story of that. It's hard to really tell the difference. That's a beautiful, beautiful discernment and insight. Beautiful. It is hard. And um and so I, I sit with it, you know, I, and I just let the tears come whenever they want to come. But uh, I've started to just, well, I've just been aware of how much, uh, like what an intense uh, conditioning of self-blame is inside all of it. And and it's the same part, it, it feels like it's the same part of the part of my mind or ego that is trying to push to a kind of spiritual resolution is the same one that is also blaming me. That's right. For, <laughs> for, for still feeling so caught up. And can I, uh, can I just stand up and do a standing ovation now? Because <laughs> that is the most important insight you could possibly have. Thank you. And I, I hope you heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I did too. We'll send you the recording if you didn't. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, that's it. You see, the one who wants things to be different is the one who thinks he needs to know more and do more. But all you need is the awareness of the condition to become free of it. Once consciousness is aware of the condition, then there's the then there's the possibility of freedom from it. And it's what Lori was talking about. In those moments, you're on the precipice of terror. Yeah, I mean, oh my and god. If we're, and if it isn't time yet, you do not want to try to push that river because you can harm yourself with practices or and I don't want to go into all the ways that people can push it in a way that actually causes harm. I think what's hard, um, I get that because I'm a pusher, 
I've always have been. And I and I and I've always felt uh, one of the things I'm just feeling more deeply is just the tremendous amount of pressure that's just just been part of my conditioning for as long as I can remember. I mean, maybe even further back. Um, and who? Yeah. And, you, you know, ultimately, it's not personal. This is what we have to realize is that even the trauma that was personal ultimately is the trauma that needs loving compassion, not the story of blame. God, that's the hard one. Of course. But that's where practice comes in. That's why you each time you come, it's one failure after another. And there's the discouragement and all the stuff I talked about earlier. That's part of the cycle. Eventually, it's like, poof, where did it go? I think I think what what gets really hard. Well, so many things get hard, but one of the <laughs> things that gets really hard is that, you know, you um, you often speak of getting out of the story and into the body. And for years, I've been feeling, I I can I can feel the raw, the raw energy of the suffering, the precognitive, grasping, you know, that that not. And it, it is so overwhelming and so intense and so uncomfortable in a Kundalini sense that, uh, that enmeshed in it almost instantaneously becomes this kind of irrevocable desire to push it through or find some resolution because it yeah. is so oh, course, uncomfortable course, because... and so intense. And I'm afraid on some level that it's causing me harm, mm. you know, and I think that's part of the trauma that I, that, that, I realized that's a, that's a really good catch 22 you got set up. Yeah. Well, I realized I was about to say that I realized that underneath it all of it, the simplest way to put it is that I just really don't want things to be the way they are. Thank you. Let's stop. <laughs> Let's just be now. And then I'm going to go back to the group. Let's sit together for a couple minutes. That's right. I just want it to stop right on i'm with you i agree no kidding <laughs> no kidding so just allow that whatever that is not the story not the conclusions not the you know all the rabbit holes you can go down the spiral of on that stay here now that's right. And it's okay to want it to stop. You might even deeply ask within yourself, please help me be free of this. Please help this stop, whatever it is. Or however you want to say it. However you want to ask. Ask deeply within yourself right now. And everyone can do this in your own unique way. Ask for what it is you really need right now. Deeply within and say, please, may I be free of this suffering. May I be happy and free of suffering. Ask, and it shall be given honestly true. May I be free of wanting it to stop. Yeah, that's the one. I felt that. That expanded something. <clears throat> May I be free of the one who's making, trying to get it to be a certain way. May I be free of the one who thinks he knows how it, how it is or even how it's supposed to be. 
May I be free of all identities that are in the way of being in this moment, 100% fully vulnerable and, and, and surrendered to what is. Thank you, I love you. So we tune into our true nature and we say, I'm sorry, please forgive me for being in control, for thinking I know and so on and so forth. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. So we get that going, that deep <clears throat> connection to our ultimate self, that our true nature, that is truly the one that is doing everything it can in its nature to have us be free as we should be, as our nature is destined to be. It's our destiny to be free. Beautiful, beautiful work. Hang in there, Nick. Beautiful to be with you. Thank you so much for that gift. Okay, let's all sit now in silence. I'll say a few words at the end of our gathering. wonderful being with you again. And I just want to express my appreciation for your listening and for your deep commitment to being present within yourself and really finding, well, I would say allowing yourself to be guided to the next step each way, which is unknowable each step. And uh, beautiful to be here. I want to thank those who came up and worked with me. They were such helpful, I think, interactions, and I hope they were helpful for you. And I look forward to seeing you soon. I'll be back next week, as I mentioned, and I'll be gone the following week. And um, lots of love to each and every one of you. Uh, may you be healthy and safe, and may you truly be given what you truly need to find your way. Uh, happy trails, lots of love. Thanks so much, and bye for now. Bye.